Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We are so glad that you have decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Mark this week. This sermon was recorded on Sunday, April 16th, 2023, and released on Sunday, April 30th, 2023. This week's message is titled, Do People Try to Hide from Reality? And the scripture reference is Isaiah, chapter 55, verse 12. My prayer is that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the sermon. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning. I ask you to use me once again. We ask you to be with Brother Gary, Heavenly Father. We lift him up. And uh, we thank you for the visitors. And the that are here this morning, we ask you to be with the ones that are traveling. Just keep them safe. Ask these things in your precious name. Amen. Okay. title of my lesson today is... Do people try to hide from reality, or do you just want to cause trouble and leave the church? Is there ever a right time for a person to join or leave a church or the ministry they're in? The first question that should be asked is, why does a person want to join or leave a church or ministry? Next question very important is who sent you to the church or the in the ministry that you're currently serving and this is a standard reply from my, I heard thousands of times the person replies God sent me to the church I'm currently attending and he's put me in the ministry of what I'm working in so if God sent you to the church or ministry you don't leave until God releases you. And if the Lord is silent, he is often saying, do not change a thing. Stay where I placed you. Now, it's going to get better. When you're reacting to a bad situation or the behavior of another person, or someone has been offended that causes them to leave the church. This is God. This is not God's way. Just think on this: when God moves you, you will go out in peace. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 12 says, For you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. Therefore, when a person leaves a church or a ministry, it shouldn't be based on the actions or behaviors of others. I'm going to repeat that. Therefore, when a person leaves a church, our ministry, it shouldn't be based on the actions of, another, of others, the, the behaviors of others. Now, okay, to leave with an offended or critical spirit is not in God's plan. It's not the plan of God. It is, human, it is human, humans reacting rather than acting on God's guidance. Romans 8, 14 
says, For as many are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. I'm going to repeat it. It says, For as many as are acting on, for as many are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Notice the verse does not say, For as many as react to different difficult situations and leave, are these the sons of God? No, it says, Are led by the Spirit, they're the sons of God. And we can see clearly that it is mature. Mature Christians who are led by the Spirit of God. Have you ever been in a church split? It's not, it's not nice. Friendships are broken forever because uh, they won't forgive each other. That's what my lesson was going to my sermon was supposed to be on today, but God changed my mind. So and when he does, he does. See, Im immature Christians are less likely to follow the leading spirit of God of God and most often they react or respond emotionally or intellectually to the circumstances they face and th this is bad or they are very heavily influenced by other unhappy Christians I'm not happy so I want to make sure you're not going to be happy so you just come join my group the the Young Christians have not learned to, not to act only on the spirit of God's leading them. As new Christians, they will prog progress in character development. Now, the more mature a Christian is, the more responsibility he, is, will be able, he or she will be able to handle. And it is not God's will for people to remain immature, crybaby Christians. And one way for a Christian to grow is by facing difficult situations. This is free. You know how to make God laugh? Tell him your plans. And you want to make yourself miserable when God's trying to get you to do something. You don't do it. You're not going to be happy until you do what God wants you to do. See, Hebrews 5.8 says, Though he were a son, yet he learned obedience by the things he suffered. Intellectual growth is a function of learning, and it is also a function of obedience. Christ was obedient unto death for us. For Peter said in 1 Peter 4.1, for as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind, for he has suffered in the flesh, has ceased from sin. A person who chooses to follow God's way and not our own or their own is, uh, is the way to become a mature Christian. You ever told God, hey, I got this. I can handle this. I don't need you right now. And then, uh, hey, God, uh, maybe I went too smart. See, Christians learn by obedience, by the circumstances they face. When Christians obey the word of God that is spoken by the Holy Spirit, they will grow and mature 
in times of conflict and suffering. When does a person really need God? It's when they're going through hard times. When you're on top of that mountain, when everything's going good, you really don't. Yeah, you might talk to God every once in a while, pray to him. But when you're going through a trial or a bad situation, that's when you get with God and really get with God and get guidance from Jesus. Think on this. Our knowledge of Scripture is not the key to obedience. Not the key. Obedience is. Obedience to God. There are, there are people in churches that have been Christian for many years, can quote scriptures out of the Bible, and, and they quote scriptures out of the Bible, listen to many sermons, read many books, but are still immature Christians. Because when the first thing conflict in the church or something happens, they run away. But instead of responding by the Spirit of God, they seek to protect themselves in their own way. One way to destroy a church is through gossip. The most powerful muscle in your body is that little tongue that likes to wag. See, these, they sit in church for years. They, they're always learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of Christ, of what Christ, Christ wants. Christ, God didn't send us to come to church, to sit in the pew, to sit so sire. He sent us to do his job. Our, our goal should be to reach the lost for Christ. And our reward will be in heaven. See, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 7 says, Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth, they never come to the knowledge of the truth because they do not apply it. Christian truth must be allowed to have its way in their lives and in our lives. And if we are to grow, continue to grow and mature as Christians, we get in the Bible, we get close, we pray, and don't listen to gossip. See, it's not enough to give the mental assent to it without obeying it. Even as some continue to learn, they never become a new Christian because of disobedience. Just think, if God hadn't given us free will, we, we wouldn't have no problems at all. We'd just be going around every day. But he gave us free will. And if you don't think sin is fun, I hate to tell you, but Satan, sin is fun, and Satan knows everyone's weaknesses. He does. He knows exactly what our weakness is. See, because of disobedience and everything, the way a person leaves a church or a relationship is usually the way they will enter their, to their next church or relationship with the same attitude they left the last one. John chapter 20, verse 23 says, Whosoever sins you, you, ye remit, they are remitted unto them. 
And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. If a person leaves a church or re relationship resentful or bitter, they'll take that same attitude to the next church or relationship. And when they do that, it'll be so easy to leave when problems arise in the relationship or in the church. Instead of trying to, to find a solution, it may be easy to blame it on somebody else for their unhappiness in their problems. I didn't cause the problem, you did. But this is a kicker. God will, if, if a person does it long enough, many times God will allow the person to run from the situation. Instead, they, they face, if they are sitting on running from them in their hearts. God said, okay, you got it, you go. And then when you had enough, you come back to me, and we'll straighten it out. Okay, y'all remember Balaam, the king of Moab in chapters in uh, Numbers chapter 22? Mo, no, Moab wanted Balaam to curse the Israelites to help them drive them out of the country. They didn't like the Israelites. And but he's going, Balaam was going to get very rich. And Balaam asked God the first time he go, if he could go. And God showed him that it was his will for Balaam to stay and not go. But here, here's Satan at work again. When the princes of Moab returned with more money, Balaam went to God again and asked if he could go. And he pestered and pestered God, so God told him to go. Now the question is, now, why did God change his mind? The answer is God didn't change his mind. Balaam was set on going, so God let him go. That is why God's anger was aroused against Balaam when he did go. But you know how he got his attention? Huh. But God made a donkey talk to Balaam. To make Balaam see that he was going doing what he was doing was against God's will. God will often allow people to do what they want to, even when it's against his original plan, even when it was not in their best interest. Often God's plan causes them to face hurts and things they, they don't want to face. Refusing to deal with an offense will not free us from the problem. Well, free, free us from, the problem is still there, whether we're going to face it or not. It's going to be there. When you run away, and that only gives temporary relief, the root of the problem still exists. What are the problems? It's still there. And love forgets wrongs, so there is hope for the future. If a person really wants to overcome an offense they have to earnestly seek peace and it might not be immediately just wait for your chance of re reconciliation so what do we do we put our trust in Jesus and we'll let Jesus guide us
And here's one thing, and one bad thing is pride. Don't let pride hinder you from doing what is right, even if it may be reject, lead to rejection. See, as a mature child of God, we are led by the Spirit of God. And should only act on God's spirit leading us. Often the, often the plan of God for our lives may cause us to face our hurts and wrong, wrongful attitudes. And we should not run from the things. But we'll find healing and restoration from dealing with our hurts through the power of the Holy Spirit. There's an old proverb that says, once a dog is scalded with boiling water, he will even fear cold water. So, how many today is afraid of the cold water that will bring refreshing because they have been burned once and can't forget? Just remember this. Jesus desires to heal the hurt feelings. and the bitterness toward others who have been offended. But the problem is, is a lot of people, they don't want him to heal them because if we take all that bitterness and everything away, uh, we'll be happy. And I can't, be, I can't be an unhappy Christian in church. So that's why we need Jesus. Because sometimes it's the easiest road to take that we, we get to keep the bitterness and the anger and the hate and whatever and the gossip. It is a path of humility and self-denial that leads to healing and spiritual maturity. Why? Because pride cannot travel this path because only those who desire peace at the, at the resist of rejection, if you, you go to them, even you may be rejected, but you've already asked them. You've already talked to them. Now it's on them. See, we should not harbor resentment toward others in our hearts, which could cause us to lose the fellowship with our church, friends, and family. Remember what John uh, chapter 20, verse 23 said, Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto you. Unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. This is just a reminder for us to forgive others as Jesus forgave us. Remember this Jesus' love helps us forget the wrongs that have been done. And when, we, when that is done, then we commit ourselves to a loving restoration, healing, loving, and peace within ourselves and have a closer relationship with, with the Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And uh, at the end of my message, I always used to close it with uh, LFFJ. Live free, follow Jesus. My verse is still the same, James 417 rocks in and you Terry can come. 
says, Therefore to him that knoweth to do good, and doeth it not, is sin. And now, here's my new one. Stop living for Jesus so Jesus can live through you. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the time you've given us. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We ask you to watch over us this week. Once again, we bring Brother Gary to you, Heavenly Father, uplift him. Put your healing hands on him. And we ask these in your precious name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the message today. I pray that you know Jesus as your personal Savior. If you do not know Jesus as your personal Savior and would like to talk with someone, we would love to talk with you. We are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area at 4103 West Texas Street. Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m. and Sunday morning services start at 10.45 a.m. We also have a Wednesday night Bible study that meets at 6 p.m. We encourage you to get connected to a local church in your community and get involved in spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church, you can go to facebook.com slash hvbcnm. That is facebook.com slash hvbcnm, as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico. To find additional podcast sermons, you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org. Thank you and God bless.